0: To another episode of paranormal the new normal i am your host as always jeremy I'm trying to bring a little more normal to this world but these days that's hard to do and today though we <laughs> might accomplish it a little bit we might we're gonna try we're gonna try but as always i have a guest to help me try to accomplish this and my guest today is tracy Winnett, who is who uh, is many things but she is a healer a, a multi-dimensional body balancer a Re- Reiki master, I know it that word, right? And much, much more that we'll get into as we go. But first things first, how are you doing tonight, Tracy?
1: I'm doing really well. I was looking forward to this conversation, so thanks for having me.
0: Oh, it's of course my pleasure. Glad I could have you on. But that, the first question I ask everybody on this show is, what got you into the paranormal slash spiritual world?
1: Wow think I came in this way, but you know how people have, um, trauma or death experiences. When I was five years old, my guppy died, <laughs> my little fish. <laughs> and, um, it makes you think about things differently, deeper. And, um, I've always been drawn like my soul or my essence has always been drawn to the invisible realm. Um, I never felt like I fit in, um, I thought everybody else knew what they were doing, and everybody else was normal, and I was the only one that was weird, but now I know that's not true at all, and that I did know what I knew. I do know what I know, even though I don't know anything, if that makes sense. (laughs) Everything's a mystery, so I think really probably trauma, you know, death, things like that that happen in a person's life can cause you to go deeper and question things and ask about things, And, and then you can kind of look at the superficial world and go is this all there is is this it is this really all there is and I know that that's not true so um I would say death which is not super happy but that's kind of yes. what happened. yeah
0: I, I right. mean well as somebody who's playing a Harry Potter game right now I could tell you death leads to a lot of things but um and yeah, I mean <laughs> de- death opens up more worlds than life does in a, in a way so I completely understand that and it makes sense. I mean, I, I, I was always the same way. I never felt like I fit in. I felt like everybody else had it, had a, had a knack for what's going on in the world and I couldn't figure it out. I got, right. it was that was in my life basically for a long time. And so I get that. I can agree with that. It's just, it's the world's a strange place. And embracing the paranormal is just a way to try to understand what everybody else doesn't understand yet.
1: Right. You want to kind of see what you can't see because it's curious. And it exists, and, so yeah, I get and,
0: that. And if you can't find a place among what arrays in existence, find a place in what has yet to be found. Discover right. something that will make you unique in this world. Like that was always my goal.
1: Yeah. But, wow, you got that young. I mean, that's really that's wise.
0: Well, when you spend a lot of time by yourself, you have a lot of time to think. <laughs> but there you
1: go. Okay. Cool. It works.
0: It works at the end of the day. Yeah.
1: But, yeah.
0: But let me ask you this, have okay. you had have you had any experiences with anything paranormal, whether it be spirits, extraterrestrials, cryptids, take your pick.
1: Yes, you're talking to one right now. <laughs> An extraterrestrial. Respect. I always used to go, oh my God, why are people so into UFOs? That is so silly. And I didn't even realize that I was one. You know what I mean? It was like fish in water. You don't realize you're in water. Um, When my father passed away, a couple days later, I was in my house. I lived in Northern Virginia at the time where I was raised and grew up, sort of grew up. Um, I remember looking into the kitchen from sitting in the living room or the dining room. I think it was the kitchen. And I saw this white spiral smoke go up. And all I could think of was I think that was my dad. And um, I have wild experiences on the inner um we lived in colorado for a while and my son dylan and i he was like five and we're riding our bicycle he's in the back right and i'm toting him along we're going along it's called highway 66 from longmont colorado to Lyons, colorado and i'm riding my bike and i hear dylan say oh poor kitty i'm like what the heck is he talking about And then I look over to this field to the right and I see these horses and I'm thinking to myself, good morning. And I swear to God, the horses said good morning back to me and I was freaked out. Then about a mile up the road after Dylan had said, Oh, poor kitty, there was a dead cat on the side of the road. I'm like, how did he do that? So I think it's in our family. I think that, Oh, there's so many experiences. One time we were up at um, the Stanley Motel, which is in Estes, Colorado. Yes. (laughs) Right. And my friend, Mary, she's another mom, you know, our kids were the same age. Um, And she did ghost tours and we, we call her scary Mary. It's just really funny, (laughs) but there were, you could, you could feel things. We did, we did our own private ghost tours in the concert hall. And we had all this equipment that, I don't know what it's called, but you can tune into like a radio dial. I swear to God, we all heard them say, the spirits say Dylan. I mean, not only just me, but others heard it. So you know that there's spirits around And So we were, we were in the basement of this concert hall and no one's there. And there were these wide stairs going up to the upstairs part. And I'm just standing there waiting for something to show up or to see something or feel something. And I wasn't getting anything, but I had my camera with me. So I took a picture of the stairs as my son Dylan was walking up the stairs. Later, when I looked at those photos, there were orbs following him all the way up the stairs. And then there was this one orb. You know what an orb is, right? Like a ball of light. looks like a fly.
0: I just posted a video on TikTok last week of one of my garage.
1: Wow, cool. So you do know. So one of these pictures had like a Brilliant white, full moon, bright light. And I showed it to a friend of mine, Todd, and he goes, That's your mom. I'm like, whoa, you know, because she had passed on. And and so, you know, that's from those are from outer experiences that I've had. Um, like with the paranormal more norm can't talk, paranormal. But I had a friend that I was driving, I don't know why all this Colorado stuff's coming up, but I had this friend that I was in my car. And we were driving up the um driveway to park at the stanley this is another time and the spirits i don't think wanted her there because all of a sudden the visor flipped down and something flew in her face and she's like whoa so you know are there malevolent spirits yeah yeah are there good spirits yeah like when dylan was born i had a home birth we lived in um haymarket virginia and I had a home birth, and I was like exhausted after that. Of course, and I was laying there, and and I saw in the inner in my mind's eye these two huge angels, huge like two maroon robed with golden wings, or maybe it was golden robes with maroon wings. All I know is that they ushered him in. I knew without a doubt that that's what happened. Um. I've had so many, you know, I want to call them dinks, you know, like so many experiences where, how did that happen? Like one time I wanted to get a job the next day, like I needed to get a job. I had $8 in my checking account or something crazy as a long time ago. And I, um, (laughs) I had this dream and in the dream, someone was showing me around this office building and stuff. And then the next day I had this interview that was already scheduled. And then this person was taking me around on this tour of this building. And I swear to God, it was my dream. So I've had premonitions, things like that. So I knew I was going to get the job and I did get the job and I accepted the offer and I started like the next day. So that was like super, it was super great. But, um, now things are a little bit more potent. I'm older now and, um, I've had more experience. I always worked in corporate America, you know, and of course, and you know, I could fit in that environment, but it was never satisfying. So I always took energy work classes on the side. So I was in the householder path, you know, being a mom, a full-time wife, full-time worker, um, raising two stepchildren plus our son. And I um, always did energy work on the side. And one time I was working with my ex-husband and he was laying on the bodywork table, and all I had were my hands. It was access consciousness, and it was a body process, and I had my hand on the crown of his head. He's laying on the bodywork table, and I think on his sacrum in the back, and everything started spinning like you're on, like when you're going on a swing, and it goes up and back, up and back, and then it kind of went around in a circle. This is all on the inner. It was very dizzying. It was very wild. Another time, a friend of mine's Best friend passed away in a serious car accident, tragic car accident. We were teenagers and um, we were in Virginia and we're sitting there by the gravesite. All of a sudden, I started saying things that I don't normally say, like, Oh, you know, Debbie, she's okay. We're, look at that. There's the, the statue of Jesus right there and we're, we're sitting on the right side of him. So she's, she's in a good place. And I don't know. I was just saying stuff and I ran back to my car to get my camera. And as I was running back to my car, running across the green grass, I swear to God, it was like I was just taken out of my body because I could look down and see from a different perspective. So there's things like that that happen to me that I cannot explain. I don't know what's going on. I admit that. I just don't know. But I know that it's real and I know that it happens. And I think the juice is on the inner realms. I, I think the invisible stuff is where it's at. That's what I like the best.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's been, the, it's been theoretically put out there that we, there are multiple dimensions and we sometimes can access other ones either randomly or with enough control of our inner being. Right. But, so, I mean. Yeah. Maybe, I mean, they, they say those that eventually can control it have happened randomly at first, just kind of like as a tease, like you could do this, but you got to practice more. You got to practice. It is a just Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm told. I'm told. I've been told by so many mediums in this show that I need to meditate. That I'm just like, who has the
1: time?
0: <laughs> but
1: a minute, just take one minute because what you're doing is connecting with yourself, right? It's all one thing. Yeah. yeah. I
0: mean, I, I, I mean, I, I personally like to think I do meditate at times. I just don't consciously realize it. But <laughs> it's just, I don't well, know. Yeah.
1: Well, if you're focused on one thing, like, not that you're going to knit, but if you were knitting. <laughs> or posting letters or doing dishes or vacuuming or taking a shower. Oh my God. I mean, you know, you just focused and that's kind of like being present. Think about oxygen. You know, you can't breathe past oxygen and you can't breathe future oxygen. You can breathe present oxygen. And that's when you're a really cool spiritual exercise. You could try if you want is just to, when you breathe in like breathe in through your heart chakra in the center, you just take a breath in, imagine that the divine or spirit or whatever you want to call it is exhaling. And then when you exhale, the divine is inhaling. So it's like a connection. Cause I think that's what it's all about is connecting to some people call it higher power, God, goddess, source, prime creator.
0: Yeah. There's a lot, there is a lot of names for it, but I, that, that makes sense. Actually, that does make sense. And I've, I've heard similar things before that it does make sense though. And Eh, maybe I can, do. It just, uh, I mean, you can just
1: do it in one breath.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> I, I am, do. I am a recently unemployed person for my re, for my real job. Oh, sorry, pro- that's okay. It, ha- it happens. But for my real Scary. job, so I am currently in the process of trying to get a job, and it's oh a lot of time, a lot of time spent. But yep, it's fun applying for jobs nowadays.
1: I, I bet. Would, take it's these all five
0: take these five assessments after you already filled out the application. <laughs> but. Yeah. We uh, want to make
1: sure you're a fit in our culture. That's going to control you. Sorry. I have an attitude, I guess.
0: <laughs> oh, Oh God. No, I trust me. I, I, I agree. I agree hundred <laughs> percent,
1: but do what you love. That's, that's what you got to do. And I get it about the money thing. Uh, well,
0: It's funny. Cause I, when I posted it on Facebook, the day after I lost my job last, uh, literally, actually literally a week ago today, basically. Um I oh. have one of the one of the former people on my podcast actually said she's like she's like, I don't know if this is accurate, but I'm getting a reading that you just need to focus on your podcast and monetize it.
1: Ooh.
0: And I'm like and if you great. love it, yeah. I do love it. As all my listeners know, I live from my podcasts because I do have multiples. And I mean, but it's just I don't know. Part of me feels like it's not the point yet where I can monetize it. Like I'm not, I'm not that, I'm not big enough yet to do that. I don't think, I mean, I'm starting to work on it anyway, just to see if the guides are pushing me in the right direction to do something. But I don't, I don't ever take anything a medium or psychic tells me and just throw it out. Like I always try to use it in some way, but.
1: Yeah. Well, that's the part about connecting with yourself and trusting what you get. Follow your own guidance from the inner. Cause that's powerful compared to anybody else that has their own filter that is reading through the field if you will, you know, it's like, what does your soul want? Um, Sometimes I clear just through my nervous system and I don't even know why it's like, I truly am a vessel. I truly am a vehicle. And mm. every day what I do is I call in, um, I declare myself a vehicle for the divine. And if you have belief systems like Christianity might say, I declare myself a vehicle for God. I declare myself a vehicle for Jesus. I declare myself a vehicle for the Holy spirit, you know, and then you kind of, I say, I declare myself a vehicle for me, for my soul, for soul. And, and then just see what happens, you know, because if you follow the energy of what is light and true for you, miracles happen in your life just flows so much better. You know how it is like if you get invited to go somewhere party or whatever, and you say yes but you really didn't want to go and then you do go and it like sucked yeah it's because you're not following the energy that's true for you and that's what i did in corporate america and i don't guess i have too many regrets but um that would be the one regret if i had to state one that i should have followed my heart more so than but conditioned responses are really powerful in our environment. Like. I, <laughs> That's mm-hmm. what I got to do. I got to work in corporate America, Monday through Friday, you know, and and be a slave for dollars and all that stuff. And and I just, I didn't follow my true nature. And that's okay. I'm where I'm at now. And, you know, I would kind of think that if you don't feel fully comfortable with just working on the podcast, that you do both. You look for work as well as continuing the podcast. At least that's what I did with corporate america i would go to work but then i would study and take workshops on the weekends and evenings and stuff like that in energy work because that was my interest and now i let the corporate stuff go and now i just do the energy work and i don't want to even minimize it by saying just
0: yeah. I mean, it's
1: really darn cool what happened for me can i share with that that with you how oh, this worked, you please know?
0: uh tell okay. us about tell us about your road getting getting down that road to getting to where you are now that's
1: so like i'm like a teenager and i'm at the pool you know how you lay out and you play at the pool and all that stuff. And I'm reading a book and I'm reading about what your doctors never told you about nutrition. What teenager does that? I mean, I don't know if I was a nerd or what, but I've always been interested in holistic health. Well, studied this thing called called a course in miracles. Not sure if you've ever heard of it, but the lady in the neighborhood had a Sunday night group and I, I had, she massaged my feet. She did reflexology on me and she goes, you should come and study a course in miracles with us. I'm like, okay. But it's like, spiritual psychotherapy in a way, and it makes you diminish your ego, it like is, it was difficult. Like one of the first lessons was nothing in this room means anything. It's like, what do you mean? It doesn't mean anything, you know, and your mental body keeps going. But anyway, this teacher said you should take Reiki. I'm like, okay, what's that? So I took the Reiki class. And then nine, no, 10 years later, I took it again, because I thought, oh, if you don't use it, you lose it. And that wasn't true at all, at least in my case. And then I took Reiki two and then I took Reiki three. So I'm in Colorado and I'm doing Reiki with someone, a stranger. Actually, I put my business card at a health food store or whatever on Main Street in Longmont, and she came and she's on the bodywork table and I had my hands on her torso and I'm just like, mm-hmm, you know, doing the Reiki thing and just being the conduit. And I heard this word transmosis. And I'm like, what? So I had a whiteboard behind me, so I wrote it down really quick. Cause you know, when you're doing energy work, you can kind of get altered yourself. So I didn't want to forget it. And I asked everybody, what does transmosis mean? Like channelers, you know, spiritual leaders, nobody could tell me. So I started doing my own research, like looking up prefixes, like transformation, transmutation. What does transmosis, trans mean? And it was like um, something like you you pass through a barrier or something like that with this trans thing. And then not to what the name is today for people's gender. I don't mean that at all. I just mean about changing, but it's yeah, of very appropriate actually, now that I think about that. But then there's osmosis and I'm like, what is osmosis? And I don't remember science. I'm not a really great science person, but I, I love physics and stuff like that. But osmosis is like you have a lesser concentration and it passes through a membrane. It gets sucked through to yep. a stronger concentration. Yep. So Nobody could tell me what transmosis means, right? So I said, okay, I'm going to go within and I'm going to ask, what is transmosis? And the definition, and I do not talk like this, so I know it was channeled or from spirit. And I'm going to read it because I don't want to botch it up because I get nervous. Transmosis is an unconscious transfer and assimilation of higher energies to raise the recipient's energy to equal the source energy. So that's kind of a broad brush stroke yeah. of this. So each and every individual person is on their journey. Uh, let's just say it's a gold, a path, you know, a golden path, yellow brick road, whatever. And everybody's in, a, in a, their own space of consciousness. Everything that they've learned, everything they've brought in, because I believe in past lives, you know, everything, every other incarnation we've ever had, we bring all those skills and talents in. And I think that's what happened for me is I must have done a lot of work in a previous incarnation to be able to do what I do now. And what I do now is I help people do etheric clearing or spirit mending. It's all in the invisible world. And we, um, we clear what no longer serves you. And I say we because the first time I had an energetic clearing from the teacher that I took this class from, multi dimensional body balancing. Um, she said, okay, let's call in your guides of 100% pure divine light. And honestly, I was thinking, what the hell? Why do you have to say 100% pure divine light? You know, because I thought I was working with St. Germain and the Great White Brotherhood and all these spiritual, you know, high hierarchy spiritual Mm -hmm. realms and people and beings and angels and such. But she called in my guides of 100% pure divine light. And then there's this huge pause, like silence. And I'm like, what's going on? And she goes, oh, there's a changing of the guard. I'm like, what? I thought I was working with the highest of high, the holiest of holy, but I wasn't. So now I tell everyone, call in 100% pure divine light and ask for your highest and greatest good for yourself and for all concerned. That's really it. You know, it, and so any of those energy work classes that I have taken, the common denominator for my essence is to share what I hear and I see. And I don't really consider myself a clairvoyant. I do consider myself clairaudient because it's like, I take dictation. It's like, I'm a divine friend, ventriloquist. And, um, When I share what I hear and I see when we're clearing energies from someone's bodies, and we have six of them, one is physical and the rest are all invisible. And I can go into those if you want. But we also have a nervous system, chakra system, endocrine system, and energies can get stuck in those parts of our anatomy, our spiritual anatomy our physical anatomy. And, And it takes a really long time if you think about it for something to manifest in our physical body. It's like a repetitive pattern that you think or an emotion that you always have, like anger or whatever. Um, But it could have originated in your soul body or your etheric body or your mental body or the causal body where you have past lives, Akashic records, cellular memories.
0: Yeah.
1: uh, Emotions, all those things.
0: If you ask my wife, my constant emotion is anger, but. (laughs) Oh. I don't agree well, with that, but, I, but I, I, I think I'm a happy, I'm a really happy person, but I mean, that's how she well,
1: says. It's, you know what? Every one of us has a core wound and I learned this not from my intuition, but I learned this outside of myself through the gene keys. I don't know if you've heard of that group, but G E N E keys.com. Oh, hi. Hi there. Hey, cuteness. <laughs> and, um, we all have a core wound. And when you have anger, it could be a core wound of rejection. It's just something you were born with. Like I was born with repression, which is like fear. Yeah. And that kind of makes sense. When I stayed in the corporate world forever. And before I stepped out to be who I am and all those persecution memories, you know, I don't want anyone to kill me and burn me at the stake or any of that stuff that I think may have happened, you know?
0: Yeah. Like a, like a fear of the unknown almost wow. kind of, that's why you didn't want to move on.
1: Right, right. I needed the job. I wanted stability, you know. So yeah. yeah. Security. Is that your son? Daughter?
0: That's my do that's my uh co-host and daughter who likes to get foot scratches while I'm podcasting, apparently.
1: What a sweetheart. That's yeah, great. She,
0: she knows she's got daddy wrapped around her little finger, but
1: oh, <laughs> how sweet. So what else can I tell you? It's just like a word that came and then everything now I've just created something like I synergized everything together and I have a a certain way that I help people. I ask you guys to tell me, what do you want to work on physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually? And then I used to work down in Albuquerque. I live in Santa Fe, New Mexico. And I used to work down in Albuquerque at a psychic fair and people would sign up and have, you know, 20 minute transmosis healing sessions, and I can get a lot done in 20 minutes, but it was like, wow, it was difficult. And sometimes people wouldn't know what they wanted to work on. So I wanted to make sure that I was being of the highest and greatest service to them. So I created a map and it's pretty much everything that I've ever learned about clearing and where it could be and what it could be. And then have you ever heard of um, muscle testing or applied kinesiology?
0: Uh, what was the word after applied? You you cut out for a second.
1: Applied kinesiology?
0: Yes. I actually had a kinesiologist muscle. on my sh- on my show at one point. And so I have awesome. heard of it. I'm not going to say I'm a master of yep. knowing what it is, but I have heard of it.
1: It's okay. It's kind of like a neurological response. Like if you go to the doctor and they, they pound your knee with that little mallet and it just yeah. is a knee-jerk response. It's like that. A reflex. It's a neurological a test, yeah. muscle. Mm-hmm. So applied kinesiology is like energy in motion and you tap into it. So a lot of chiropractors use it and, you know, they have you, they test your deltoid muscle. So they push on your wrist and they say, think of something true and you do and your arm stays strong. And then you, they like, my name is Jeremy, you know, cause that's not true. My arm would go down. So that's what I do. I call in your guides. I call in my guides. I ask us to be perfectly pure consciousness, all of that, and then I ask to be shown and I touch the words on my map and I muscle test with my fingers (laughs) and I get a true or false response. And what I'm doing is I'm learning to trust myself more and more. The more I practice, some people use a pendulum. Some people can just muscle test. Even our bodies are like pendulums. People can stand up. You can be in a grocery store and say, oh, should I get oranges or should I get apples? And you can stand there and look at the oranges and if your body leans forward, you know that's true for your body because your body never lies. Or if you look at the apples and your body kind of sways back, you know, nope, not apples today. I'm going to get chocolate cake instead. No, I'm kidding.
0: <laughs> the, t- the temptation so, is real on that one, but yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> for sure. So yeah, I just ask questions of spirit and the more I've done it, the more accurate and the more Uh, detailed and pinpointed it is to really serve in a sacred way for individuals to give them what is in their highest and greatest good. And a lot of times, you know what, we have energy in our field, in our systems that isn't even ours. So like our ancestors, you know, we inherited genes through the DNA.
0: Yeah, of course.
1: And our ancestors had trauma They had misperceptions, they had stuff that happened a long time ago and we're unconscious about it. Like again, transmosis is unconscious transfer. So we can call in your mom and dad's side of the family X amount of generations back and we can clean up the generational line which frees you up in this body, in this timeline as well as for your children going forward. So you can clean up energies that get stuck in the past in trauma that they think is still happening. And I give energies... Personality like they think, but I do believe that energy doesn't get destroyed and that it still could evolve and keep, you know.
0: Well, living. I mean, I, I that's exactly what Einstein said. I mean, energy can't be destroyed, it can only be moved or changed. It can't be destroyed, right? Which it makes mm-hmm. sense. So mm-hmm. that makes sense. So we just,
1: clean it up. yeah, we clean it up with, and I don't do it, but again, I'm the ventriloquist, so to speak, and I share it's spiritual hygiene. We're just cleaning up your energy bodies and helping your physical body, and your life in this present time, remember the oxygen in the present moment, I mean, it's like, what can I do to be everything I can do and be in this lifetime? Like, is it true that maybe before we came through our parents, that we had a meeting, and we said, okay, I'll go back to earth, I want to learn this, this, and this, I'm not going to make those mistakes anymore. You know, I, I have a, a fantasy that that's what happens, and that we choose our parents and that we choose what happens in our life but when we're here and we're awakened and we're conscious we think about things we can choose what to do what is right and that's why i rely on the muscle testing asking the questions like with the sway forward or back you know follow the energy that is true and light for you and your life will be so much better and yeah you know there might be karmic lessons things like that that you need to have? I don't know, you know, but I, I want to honor that. I I also want to honor the dark, you know, because there's light and dark. And I think dark is just a lower frequency of the light. And um, a lot of times our ancestors, you know, have those energies that are stuck and we just clean those up with violet light, purple light, transmute it. And you know how the universe likes a vacuum. We just fill it back up with liquid golden light so that nothing dark or negative would fill it back up so it's very sacred work and it's difficult to talk about so i was thrilled that you said yes that i could be on your show because oh,
0: i I'm, love this type of stuff because really? i'm i i was both i had to, i have talked to multiple people about past life readings i was supposed to have one done months ago but she got busy with family emergency and i never really reached out to her again to get it going which i'm thinking now might be a good time to get back to her and I feel like I need to do it at this point. Like, while I'm trying to figure out my path forward, I need to figure out my path backwards first.
1: See where you've come from. See what...
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: It's it's all information to help you formu- formulate a new choice in this present oxygen moment.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, and it's especially like vital to me, I think, because I am a donor baby. Uh, my dad couldn't have kids. So... Oh, I don't really know. I mean, I know who my bio dad is because of ancestry.com. Thank you. But other than that, yeah. not a sponsor, not sponsored, but you could be. But I besides that, like that's all I know. I don't know anything about his I know his family history generically, but I don't know like his true history of his family. Is he, he still on the met. planet
1: that you did? Could, could you could you connect? Is he, that okay to connect?
0: He him? yeah, I mean he he lives out in the west coast, live on the east coast so we one of us would have to fly somewhere and we'd have to arrange it. and i mean i just never really i talked to him back and forth on email a couple of times but it just i had a good father so i never i'm not i'm not lacking that whole yeah. my life you know
1: right but biology yeah interesting yeah i mean you know for family history
0: well yeah we all i have about 12 half brothers and half sisters all together that i Ooh. know about so far because of um him being a donor so um they one of my one of the one of my half sisters one of the first ones to figure out who he was put together like a binder for any new brothers and sisters that come into the fold that has all the information we would need so i have that kind of information it's just i don't know like spiritually who his family was or where they came or what their purpose was or where they came from
1: fascinating
0: yeah so
1: fascinating what is that like I mean, it's, you
0: you already have a fabulous father, so. I mean, interesting. If if you see the problem is, I can't picture what it's like if you come from a bad home when you when you, when you don't like the father that you thought was your father all your life. When you come from a right, home right, where right. you have a good or a good father, it's you're not missing anything. You don't you don't think at least, so you don't go looking for something like because you you're not missing anything. Yeah. I had a great father, and he passed back in 2017 unfortunately but Aww. he just wasn't he wasn't meant to live a long life i, I accepted yeah. that a long time ago but but he just he was a great man so i mean i never was missing anything so when i found this guy i was like all right cool at least i know where some of my looks come from now but other than okay. that like that's all i need to know <laughs> like, like that's all yeah, i guess yeah. at, at that time at least but
1: yeah that's fascinating I, wow so yeah, i
0: mean it, make, it makes you think though, like I never actually, until today, I never actually like thought about that in a spiritual way. And the way, the way you're talking about, talk about past lives just kind of all came together in my head. And I was like, you know,
1: yeah, because your biological mother and biological father had two parents who had two parents who had two parents. And it just yep. like, it's a huge ancestry line that has a lot of energies and stuff. And we don't need to go into the stories of it. But we can certainly just clean it all up like a broad brushstroke, you know, and Mm. um, support you. Interesting. It is. It's fascinating. I never thought about it before until until I got into all this energy work and such. But I think of it as natural. I think it's intuition. I think it's natural. I think it's our birthright. I think... um, I think that the environment, like our world that we live in now is feeling like it's even more conscious than ever before. Like I almost feel like the sun and the moon and the stars and, uh, it's much more potent now, at least that's how it feels or I'm getting more and more sensitive one or the other, you know, or both.
0: Well, let me ask you this, cause this kind of has got, got my curiosity peaked. Can transmosis healing be done only in person or can it be done remotely as well?
1: Definitely remotely and in person. Yeah. I kind of like it remotely on zoom or wherever better because the person can just chill because you get altered, you know, And and you can just chill and you don't have to rush to your next appointment or drive away or whatever. Um, yes, it definitely works long distance. Um, you know, I learned that in Reiki, you could even, um, When I was learning long distance Reiki, you could use a teddy bear as a surrogate or whatever. But I think just on the phone or um, on video, it works perfectly. It works really deeply. People have told me, and this is, I'm not bragging, but people, and it's not me. It's the work. It's transmosis is what's doing it, um, that it's changed their life. And I don't know what that means. You know, like I can work with someone and it's all in the invisible realms and I'm sharing what I hear and I see and it's stories and it's words and images and all of these things and then they go away and I don't know. And then I get these testimonials back and they go, I just have to tell you I'm still integrating and it's I realize that I am loved and and all of that stuff. It's really cool. But it changes their life.
0: I'm trying to do a podcast, But yeah, I mean it's it's it sounds really interesting. I mean, all this stuff like I never heard of Reiki until about six months ago, and it—I never, I never, because like that—that's why I love episodes about like spiritual stuff. Because I—that's the side of the paranormal I never really knew. I knew the cryptid side, the alien side, the spirit side. Like I knew the creepy side that everybody loves, but the the spiritual side—I didn't know. I didn't know it was up and coming like it is, and now it's a huge thing. I mean, the idea of spiritual or spiritual awakenings is a huge topic nowadays. As I found out over the last almost a year doing this podcast. So, oh, my year anniversary is coming up. What a gift.
1: What a gift for you because that's ascension. You know, you're just increasing in frequency and vibration. And you can see not myopically. You can see all around. You know, you can see from a soul perspective in a sense. We forget. We forget because we're in this body, you know. We forget. Exactly, I mean. I'm going to be all present and I meditated this morning so I'm great and then you go to work and then you're all focused on work or whatever and then oh oh oh, I'm supposed to be present and you just pull yourself back it's almost like we we reparent ourselves
0: yeah I mean it's it's interesting because I say this all the time on this show so my listeners know it but whenever I'm talking to someone who's, who's a spiritual type person whether it be a medium a psychic clairvoyant clairaudient I've talked to all the different names for them you could think of, but there's like a feeling I get in the center of my head, like something's trying to happen. Uh, <laughs> and I can't, I mean, I don't like to say like, I try, I've had some people say, oh, that's that's your guy trying to talk to you, but it's not, it to connect for some reason. Like, it's just there. It can't connect to you and actually say things to you. And I'm like, and that's like, that's when they say, oh, you need to meditate. And I was like, okay. I don't know. It just doesn't seem nice
1: to to have a guide. It's really nice to have a teacher and it's not like the guru, like I know better than you kind of a guru person, but it's someone that's already been there and done that and can reflect and hold your hand and help you carry on um, and go deeper in your own self. Because my experience, when I read that book by Neil Donald Walsh, um, what was it called? conversations with God oh, okay. when I read that book, oh my god I was like I do that I didn't know that God sounded like my own thoughts that's new <laughs> you know it's not like you are wonderful son you know it's not it's it's your own yeah it's, it's like it's new.
0: it's not it, it's not Simpsons with the big yellow finger pointing down you're talking you in a deep voice you know <laughs>
1: Exactly. Yeah, it's like funny. And it's not like some white haired, bearded guy up on the clouds either. It's, um, it's energy. It's core energy. It's essence. It's real. It's who you really are. It's what you really are. You are this divine essence. You're a divine human being. Yeah, we're in this body. It's our meat suit. But when we pass away, what is it 28 ounces? When you weigh yeah. a body before it dies and after it dies it's 28 ounces difference
0: yeah something like that
1: always right it's just it's i don't know anything but i learn it i keep going
0: i keep so going let me, in. let me ask this if yeah. someone gets if someone gets transmosis like how often do they need to have it done to keep the feeling or like the clearness to, yeah, it's a
1: return to wholeness. And what's another word for wholeness is peace because we get traumatized or fractured or whatever. And we're all in these different pieces. And then this just kind of like pulls everything back together and cleans it up. It's like taking a shower, but it's a spiritual shower of light and sound that comes through my voice. So um, I had a friend who was, I didn't know it at the time, but she was passing away with cancer. And I saw her every week. And I had a women's group here in Santa Fe at the house. And I um, <laughs> I worked with this woman and it was profound and she loved it and it was great, but she never came back. And so I kind of reported this out to my women's group and I'm like, you know, if it's so great, how come people don't come back? And she said, oh my God, Tracy, do you realize that you worked with me eight months ago and I am still integrating that session? I'm like, really? Okay. So it's not anything I'm doing wrong. It's up to the person. So I started adding to my energy map, like when should this person return? Some people in two weeks, some people in three months, once a year, once every two years, twice a year. I leave it up to the person because it's the person's consciousness, like I said before, where the alchemy happens. Um, If the person's ready, willing, and able and really wants to make changes in their life and is really open to receiving the divine grace that comes. See, the divine's not going to give you more than you can handle. You know how they say that, you know, God never gives you more than you can handle kind of thing. I really believe that's true. So there is no answer because I don't say, hi, you need to come back in one week. I don't. I just leave it up to the person's own inspiration. And that's probably a really bad marketing plan on my part. <laughs> but... um. I'm not pushy. I it's sacred work. And when that person knows that they want to come back, they come back. So there is no prescribed timing See, of
0: it. Um, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say that's bad marketing though, because I mean that's the stuff that like chiropractors do that people hate when it's like, Oh, I just fixed you, come back next week for another one. And it's like right. Like I I went to a chiropractor when I was a teenager for years on a weekly basis and it's just so much money just for them to crack your back and then you literally need it again like 20 minutes later like your back eventually just snaps back to where it was like it's never permanent and the the fact that you don't the the fact that you don't push them to come back is the good thing because then they're going to feel more welcome to come back when they want to come back then they're not going to be forced no
1: never never that would be against what is it probably divine law or something like that no 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 I'm more in the divine feminine realm of that, even though I was more like a guy, like in work and stuff like that, being a male and doing everything like that. But I'm really learning to soften and to trust. The really, the biggest thing is trusting, trusting your own intuition. Um, if I could share with your readers, I have a book.
0: I was just going to ask wrote. about that.
1: <laughs> See, we're in sync. I love it. <laughs> yeah, this... um. Two other ladies and myself wrote a book and it's called um, The Magi Within, Unlocking the Gifts of the Inner Self. And it's a workbook and it's a fun workbook. And it has 26 chapters, meaning A through Z. So each chapter is like A is for awareness, K is for kindness, Z is zero point. X was kind of hard, but we have X factor for that. And we each wrote, and what's so cool is that there were three of us and we created a template and we found a quote on the internet that had to do on the topic like of kindness or something like that. And then we had four questions to ask the reader to think about because it expands energy. When you ask open-ended questions, it kind of makes you think and open up to other possibilities and not be all limited. And then we wrote about kindness and stuff. So what this book does is it, it helps the person reading it to get in touch with their own in- intuition, their own inner nature. So let's say, well, think of a letter, Jeremy, what letter do you pick right now? Any well, letter? I
0: mean, Jeremy starts with a J. So that's usually I go with.
1: Joy. Joy. So you would like open up the book to the chapter on joy and we all did, we all did paintings of it. So like, how do you draw joy? Well, what we did and they're activating these, this, um, artwork it's acrylics and stuff but it's a yellow background which just tons of circles like bubbling up with joy it's really fun so in the book you know you can look at the painting um the print in the copy of the book but i also you can have it for free this is also another bad marketing program <laughs> that i have but on my website tracywoodit.com you can go to the book part of the website and put your name and email in and you can open up and look at the pdf it's not the same but you could look at it on your computer or you could print it out and you'd have it that way if funds are a, an issue for you or you can go to amazon and buy it for whatever 17 dollars or whatever it is but it's really fun and it's just designed to help humanity um i like the grassroots effort i like working with individuals yeah and helping them change for the better for themselves and um Because it's if you raise your own consciousness, then you're raising consciousness for all of us. What is that? There's some saying about a tide and all boats rise or something like that. I mean, we're all in this together. We're all it's all one thing. It's all love. And it's mostly about loving ourselves and reconnecting to ourself. People in AA call it the higher self. You know, there's so many words for it. I call it source, my intuition, my inner knowing. And in our book, we call it the inner Magi because hmm. it's fun. We were three wise women, so we called it the Magi within. Like in Christianity, it's the three wise men where we three yeah. wise women. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. And there's a meditation to kind of get you in the space of it. And then you read the chapter and then you just kind of be with it. And then you can journal in the book or you can get your own notepad or journal and, and work with yourself because that's what it's about. It's about empowering each other to be the best that we can be. Not that we're an army commercial, but really it's to be the best that we can be, to be fully whole, to be fully happy. That's why we came here to help each other. And yeah, uh, I mean, you
0: want to, you want to unlock your full potential. That's, that's what it is. You want to unlock your full potential.
1: Yes. Yes. (laughs) So there's so many things and I just incorporated all under this umbrella called transmosis, you know, whether it's, Access Consciousness, that's another awesome energy work, body of work with Gary Douglas and Dane here. It creates change easily and effortlessly. I bet you've heard of reflexology, right? Where they massage your feet?
0: I've heard of it. I can't say I've ever had it done or that I've ever really looked into it, but-
1: So it's like every nerve in your body goes to your feet. So like in the very center of your foot, let's say the left foot, you push in the very center, of your foot right below the ball of your foot. And that's like the kidney area. And one time when I had reflexology done, she went right on the back of my big toe. She was like pushing in and I'm like, I could feel it in my head. So maybe that's what you need is reflexology for that feeling that you get in your head. But it's like your pituitary Mm -hmm. opening up the pineal gland. That's your connection to the all seeing God, you know, to see everything. Your pituitary gland in the very center of your head that's your third eye that opens up your sight, things like that. So everything's all connected and, and I just access, access bars. So like there's 32 points on the head all around, kind of like all around the edge of your head. And I love bald heads today because I can see their bars points, but temples, if you put your fingers on either side of your temple, it's like an energetic bar going back and forth between my fingertips. And that's the healing point. So I could teach about access consciousness, you know, but it's, it, it creates change with ease and joy. It makes it really easy so that you're not thinking limited anymore. You're unlimited. And it, they just run your bars. It's really great. It's really great. So in your area, I'm sure there's a accessconsciousness.com bars person that, you know, you could have your bars run and that will change your life for the better, for sure.
0: I'll, I mean, Absolutely. I don't see stuff like that in my area, really. I mean, I live up on the Northeast and like where I live, I don't see that type of stuff. I mean, maybe if I drove an hour east towards Salem, maybe, maybe. So you're you know, in
1: Massachusetts?
0: Yes. Okay. Yeah. I And it's. I mean, it's funny because I don't interview many people from Massachusetts who do spiritual work. Like, I don't think I've ever interviewed one person from, from Massachusetts who does spiritual work. I interviewed, well, actually, okay, that's not true. Because I, I interviewed someone from Salem who does a lot of different stuff, and energy work is definitely one of the things she does. But she's also a master with a lot of other talents as well. So,
1: yeah. And, you know, Salem with the witches and all that stuff, it's just interesting. But if you went to the internet and you went in accessconsciousness.com and you looked up your state, I bet you'd find some people nearby. If you look okay. for it. <laughs>
0: I'll have to, to look into it. I'll have to look into yeah. it, definitely.
1: Yeah, it's a nice a nice gift to yourself. They you may just hold points on your head, and you just relax and receive, and your life is changed for the better,
0: forever. Right. Let me ask you this, then. Transmosis healing, can mm-hmm. anybody do it, or do you have to kind of be born with something?
1: I personally believe anyone can do it. I am really wanting to help heal the world but I can't do it myself, so I'm writing another book called Transmosis Healing, Realizing Wholeness. It's not out yet. Um, I I have to experiment with it because um, it has to be the right frequency of person, somebody that really wants to do this for themselves and for others, because like I said, it's not like psychic work. It's sacred. It's soul work. It's really deep, and The person usually has to be feeling very purified and cleansed. And I do believe anyone can do it, but I don't know why or how I came in with this gift. But I think that my mission and vision here is to teach it to the world or those that are, are interested. I don't think it's something for the masses, the everyday consumer. It's usually people that are interested in consciousness, higher consciousness that are on an accelerated growth path. And they just want to learn more about it so I'm, I'm going to create an online course i've started creating it but i haven't launched it yet i have to create a lot of videos you know and i'd like to do it in person but i also want to be able to reach everybody so that's why i want to make it both medias online yeah. as well as in person
0: of if people want to do it bad enough they'll travel to you
1: there you go thanks for that vote of confidence <laughs>
0: i i i <laughs> come on down I, I i know plenty of people who travel all over the country to go to different retreats and stuff in different classes on how to do different spiritual energy work and they yeah. they love it they live for it i mean with with my co-hosts that you saw earlier i can't really travel that often unless it's like a one night or two night thing locally but i don't right right i, I don't get out the house that often but especially now yeah yeah especially now i'm not working i can't remember really
1: that time they are so they're so treasurable i think at that time yeah. at any time but you know she came here for a reason through you so there
0: exactly she's gonna be a co-host <laughs> <laughs> oh god help me uh, the, she oh, god help <laughs> me <laughs> maybe in 10 years maybe maybe hopefully but yeah. may, may, maybe maybe 10 years i can hand off the podcast to her and say I gave you a 10-year-old po- a 10-year podcast keep there it going
1: take go. <laughs> it girlfriend yeah that's uh, awesome I don't,
0: I don't know if i could ever give it up i really don't it'd be a hard thing to do i love this show you seem to really
1: I, love it yeah i I, yeah. I, do. I do
0: i like i like gang people like you who want to share their knowledge of this world out there i like you know that able to get that information out there for everybody to hear and i yeah. Do promote yes. and market. I market the crap. I'm i I'm a marketer. Like I went to school for it. So I am good at marketing things so that people will hear it. And that's what I do. So and
1: you're like, a natural. That's, way, that's great. It's
0: a it's a way for me to use my abilities for that without, but not for evil means, for good means. Like not for a corporation. For but sure. For small people who need it.
1: <laughs> I feel you. I know. Yes. <laughs> well, good. But, you're doing good work in the world. Thank you.
0: I'm trying. It's. I mean, I've had people tell me too. It's like me. You tell me the show too. Like this is what this is your purpose. Like your purpose is to get people like me out there. It's your purpose. It's your purpose to be the middleman. And I'm like, oh, I like to hear myself talk. So that makes sense.
1: (laughs) (laughs) A communicator. You're a great communicator.
0: Well, exactly. But tell my audience one more time where they can find you, where they can find your book, and just basically promote yourself to the fullest.
1: Oh, thank you. Well, I'm here to serve. So if anyone feels drawn and resonates with the word transmosis or even me, whatever, that's great. I would love to work with you. It works great on Zoom. If you're here locally in Santa Fe, New Mexico, come on over, make an appointment. So I have a website and it's my name, TracyWidit.com, And I'll spell it for those that are maybe listening on audio or something. It's T-R-A-C-E-Y-W-A dot com, And then you can get the Magi within unlocking the gifts of the inner self on the book tab. And right on the front page, I try and describe what transmosis healing is about, like who, what, when, where, why, and how often you need to come back and things like that. And you don't need to ever come back. If one is enough, great. I mean, that would be my goal, you know, to, to help someone to the fullest in one, session, but who knows? I, you know, it's not up to me. It's up to the, the divine. So there's a schedule button right there and you can schedule in person or on zoom. And I am here to help you and clear out anything that is in the way, you know, that that's preventing you from um, like, you just know there's something there, but you don't know what it is. Maybe that we can help you with the energy work that we do to clear it out, and maybe it's not even yours. Maybe it's your parents. Whatever, um, we'll just clean it all up with the light tools. So, so tracywitt.com. and then I'm on social media in the same way. Like Tracy Wittit, you can find me that way on Facebook and Instagram. I'm not a big poster, but when I do like these podcasts with people, I do post those on YouTube, etc. So, anyway, it's just yes. been a real pleasure to share transmosis with you guys. Thank you.
0: It's been an honor having you, and I will of course post. I will of course post your website right in the description of the podcast too, so people can just copy and paste or click and go. However, it ends up Thank happening. You. But because because anchor anchor likes to play with things and not always do things the same way for some reason. But you can Great. of course Great. as all my, as all my listeners know, you can find me as Paranormal and Normal slash Maniacal Music Musings podcast with the S group on Facebook. You can find. Uh, me on Twitter and the gram is at Juggle Bastard. You can find me on TikTok as at Juggle Bastard Podcast. And you can find me on YouTube as Paranormal, Paranormal and Normal, where this is streaming right now. Well, one of my destinations. But I want to thank Tracy for coming on because it's been an amazing show. And I got to learn about something new today, which I love. I love learning Yay. about new spiritual stuff. I love it. So nice. But thank you to all my listeners. I'll be back in half a week. And for all those who watch, thank you for watching. And I will see you guys soon have a good night. And one last time, thank you, Tracy.
1: Thank you. Bye-bye everyone.